Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. <laughs> it's like the cutest thing ever. You see this, right? I love it. <laughs> no <I'm> waiting. <laughs> It's like five seconds. Like you're gonna take yeah. a, a, you know, when you position your phone for a selfie, and it's either three yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds so me of like film, really like going. when you're ready for the action. Yeah, it, it, it's like when oh you're ready God, for the director seconds. to say action. I know. I found my water just now. I was like, wait, where's my water? <laughs> I'm gonna need my water. I am gonna need my water because the way I've been talking these past few weeks has been ridiculous, and I just, <laughs> I've been, and I talk. No, no, I talk, and oh, I can talk. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I used to get in trouble all the time in school for talking really but it's just uh, it's just all the talking you uh, it's just you do know do you ever want to be I like just i don't, don't want to talk i just want to be quiet and i don't want to talk to I anyone don't. and i and i and lately i am just quiet mm-hmm. you know and and i don't know if i want to highlight this here but i'm gonna do it because the truth okay. is um the per the person who is probably gonna tune in and, and he's gonna expect for me to mention it i got into like the only only argument with like one of my brothers by which the mm-hmm. only one that was arguing was me because i was the one that was cursing and like yelling because i was just like i just had enough of like his bullshit because i just don't agree yeah. with the things he was saying right um and i wasn't saying like what he wanted me to say like you know in, in good old-fashioned siblings are alike type of thing like oh yes yeah and, and you like, clash and yep 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 and I've been trying to like avoid conversations because I just know we never agree and I've been trying because I just is that enough I'm like maneuvering this whole space at like my job right because it's part of my role right exactly certain things at the workplace can get frustrating and just like Mm -hmm. you know a little tense sometimes trying to meet a deadline so I'm Mm -hmm. already doing all this like talking over there and I was just not trying to do it over here and then I just snapped and I was just like, this hey. is like sleep deprivation. <laughs> it's like, it's giving, I will never agree with you. And we're always going to fight for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody's going to get it. And so somebody got it. So and he that got was it. the end of that. <laughs> I hey, don't know let it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least. That's I did important. like text. Yeah, I texted my therapist and I said, I think I need like a quick session. And I know like I'm supposed to give you like, you know, the full amount of time because that's what I'm paying for. But yeah. I don't have all that time, but I, I need like a quick fix. I need something. So she, yeah. I need something. And so she was just like, you know, okay, next time, you know, you're very emotionally aware. I just need you to be a little bit more emotionally aware. She's like, I just, I just, I need you to just, you know you know, gather yourself and just, you know, and I was like, I know, I know. And, but you know, for the record, if my brother's listening, this is not an apology. This is just me sharing with my audience that somebody got it (laughs) because that was it. And there, there we are. Here we are today. So, um, Welcome back, guys, to another week and another episode <laughs> on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. I am your host, Ms. D, and I have been gone. Damn, that just reminded me of a little Kim song. Been gone for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Back with the mm-hmm. um, but um, mm-hmm. that's my girl. You should but, put that um, in the back. <laughs> I should. I'm gonna play it. Right? <laughs> um, but I've been I've been a little a little off the radar for the last couple of weeks because, you know, if anybody just been following for so long and tuning in for so long, but if we have any new listeners, you know, your girl's doing the damn thing here on the podcast, and has, there's a whole career behind me. 
And mm-hmm. I just haven't lost the passion for it. So I haven't walked away from it. I wonder if that day will ever come, not that I wanted to. But, you know, I, I sometimes wonder, like, when people make that decision. And I can't imagine it's, like, ever the easiest decision to make. Um, right. But I always wonder what that feels like to, like, not lose the passion. That sounds so sad. But more so igniting a passion somewhere else where you just, like, you know. I see you know, where you come yeah you drift side, you know but yeah. I feel like sometimes like you know how they say sometimes people come to you for a reason a season or for mm. a lifetime so yeah. sometimes there's passions that come to you and gifts that you have that you're like you know right. what I embraced this gift I did what yeah. I needed to do it did it did for me what it needed to do and mm. you know maybe I'm gonna try something else yeah you know yeah that makes sense. That does. So I kind of see it like that. It's not like you're giving up because you already tried it and you gave it your all. Right. And maybe, you know what? You want to try something else and there's nothing wrong with that. And if you decide, right. hey, I want to go back to it, you already have the tools that you need to go back to this it. This is you very know? true. So in my industry, I was explaining mm-hmm. to my guests and you guys are about to, you're about to, you're going to get the introduction. See, this is what happens when, when Miss D just like has a good vibe with the guests, we just dive right into conversation. That's right. And lately I just like, we skipped the whole intro, but we're going to do the introduction okay. a little bit. The point is here though, I'm a little bit of a masochist and I'm going to tell you why, because <laughs> in my career, right, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the tense moments, like those those tense moments where there's like a deadline or like, you know, yeah. what is auditing for accountants, right? Um, yeah. I'm the I'm the person I'm the lead who handles that Mm. right and so as much as this is like a lot of work and I reflected through this with a colleague um one very late night it was almost like (laughs) 11 30 I think and we we had like the place shut down we were like the only ones in the building right but essentially we were just like you know we still feel the adrenaline like we Mm. still have that drive, like, we're about to meet this deadline. We're getting this done. Yes, we got this. Oh, well, we don't. Oh, well, let's prepare for the answer. What are we going to say? <laughs> like, it's kind of, oh, there, there's okay. still excitement behind it. And got so it. I've come I've come to the, to the point where it's like, I know the day I no longer feel that excitement. That's mm-hmm. the day I have to ask myself, all right, well, what are you doing? Okay. I'm still there. Yep. I'm yep. still there. And... I've shared it here since I started this new, um, this new, this new pathway in this career mm-hmm. that although I've known this part of the field is my first time being in the front and center of it. So it's okay. a whole other level of adrenaline. It's a whole other level of excitement. Um, and it feels kind of nice a little bit. I say this very humbly to be able to call shots to an extent. Hey. And yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little different. So as much as your girl's stressed out. And I'm sneaking off on Monday nights to have an espresso martini with a friend, <laughs> you know, unexpected <laughs> Monday night dates or whatever. Yeah. Um, coffee's become my best friend. And I just mm. I needed to take a couple of weeks off from the podcast because I needed to bring the right energy here. And mm. so today to bring the right energy to to the microphone and this platform, <laughs> we have an amazing guest here, which I'm so oh. excited for Pepper Burn to finally have. <laughs> I'm like really excited here. I know, um, me too. <laughs> He's like, we're like cheesing. Like, I think this is going to be part of the video clip I post. (laughs) (laughs) It's incredible. Um, A long, long time ago. I don't, you know what? It feels like it was just yesterday, but. Right? Right? It it feels like it was just yesterday. But like months ago. Yeah. I had one half 
of a particular podcast come on the show. Uh, mm. This one half gave us a little insight on how he is a Sancocho. And <laughs> it's like a classic, classic episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. You know what? I think in this moment right here, we're going to insert that part of that audio. This- but... <laughs> like classic people were like what the fuck what? no he did not just compare himself to his uncle I know, it was like I know, the funniest I know. shit ever <laughs> that was so it was funny. the best um <laughs> and today and so like since then i've actually been featured on um your podcast, podcast as well yes yes which was a pretty dope conversation and just such a good mm-hmm. opportunity to come on your platform. And so today we have the other half to complete this amazing podcast who shines a lot of light on just, I want to say, very extraordinary people that I don't mm-hmm. think we ever get so many chances to just learn from and to be intrigued by. And I think that's something right. we need a lot more of these days in, in the world we live in. And Definitely. so kudos to you for your podcast, but I Thank no longer you. do Thank the introductions. So I like my guests to do their formal introductions, oh. who they are, and what's, if they have a podcast, what's their podcast. Okay. So please, would you kindly introduce yourself to Double Dose of Raw Talk listeners? Thank you, Mrs. D. First of all, I'm humbly thankful that you invited me to be your guest. I'm so excited to be here. Um, And just to start off, my name is Alexandra. I go by Spiritual Cloud as well. And uh, Mm -hmm. the podcast that I'm on the the other half of is the Win and Cloud podcast. Um, And as Mrs. D said, we highlight the lives of different people from all walks of life. And we just like to share their journeys, their challenges, their struggles, what they went through. And as for me, I'm just, uh, I'm a woman. I'm I'm a mix of everything. I'm still learning and growing each and every day of my life. I'm a mother. I am a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm an aunt. I'm a godmother. I'm an artist. I'm a creator. Um, I also have a day job that I work. Um, yeah. And I'm just, uh, you know, I, call, I always say I'm like, I'm, I'm a spiritual being because I'm here to learn and grow, to become better within myself. Uh, to be a great teacher to my daughter, because I know that that's that I am her first teacher in this lifetime. And I just want to provide all the tools that I can for her so that she can be the best person that she can in this lifetime. Mm, amen. I loved everything mm-hmm. you just listed. First of all, I would Thank never you. be that good to list all the things I believe I do and am. That was amazing. Thank that you. Was amazing, because she's right. That's exactly everything. Um, that you encompass and you embody. And so uh, again, this is like the first time I get to have like a one-to-one conversation. That's but right. most importantly, you know, we get to learn so much about people when we are just tuning into an episode on a podcast. And so That's right. I genuinely feel like I know you and I know your husband um, mm-hmm. just through the <laughs> podcasting space and so much of the creative space um, mm-hmm. with YouTube. And That's right. We also have a web series. I didn't yes. say that. <laughs> Dad repeat, FYI. That's right. That's right. Um, You know, it's just, there's just so much you could really learn through others. And that's something that I don't take for granted. That's right. I like to be able to know what I believe in and Mm -hmm. and stand on my own two feet with that. But I've learned to see the other sides of the same story or similar stories. I've learned Mm -hmm. to see it through other people's lens or hear it through other people's voice. And Mm -hmm. I think there's so much you can really learn from that helps you grow from. 
if that makes right. any sense. Yes, you a know? lot of sense. So right. super excited for you to come talk to me for me too. this episode. Yes. <laughs> so there are definitely some things that I want to highlight during this okay. episode. One of them is definitely, um, you know, us as women, as Latina women, shining through our, pra- our passions and creative offerings, right? Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to highlight what that looks like for you, uh, okay. you know, your offerings and just being able to be who you are in every single title, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, this classic balancing act that we do, but also staying true to yourself and what that generally looks like, right? Because I think sometimes for us as women, for one, yeah. and, and as I said before, even as Latina women, you know, it, it, even in our Latina community, it's mm-hmm. real easy for us just amongst ourselves to get lost in the sauce. I'm going to be honest, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's real easy. And, and so, I, you know, there's several things I want to highlight here today. But as always, we kick off Double Dose Raw Talk with a segment called Raw Mess of the Week. And Ooh. so this is why I got a little messy sometimes, <laughs> maybe a little petty or shady. But today... <laughs> I know, I'm terrible. It's so terrible. <laughs> Listen, I'm human, okay? Shit happens. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, this one is definitely a, a little bit messy, but most okay. definitely raw. And I always feel that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, you can't really speak on that because you don't know. Bullshit. We're people. We have opinions and we can mm-hmm. see or we can hear. We can learn of stories and give our two senses, whether we're asked about it or not. But there, you know, I love to look at what, quote unquote, reality TV looks at lo- looks like, because when we're looking at this or when we're watching this for for the grace of whether it's entertainment or even to just really see some wild shit someone might go through because here's Mm -hmm. the thing with reality tv there's the part where it's tv and there's the part where it is a reality there's things that is not fully scripted Mm -hmm. we all get curveballs in life we don't expect something uh uh, changing in what we know to be a normal life anything Mm -hmm. can happen at any given moment i speak on this not just on what reality tv is or just us as humans but also working in healthcare for 15 years i have seen Mm -hmm. Mm. What what happens when one day it's one thing and the other mm-hmm. day, the next day, it's a completely other thing. And sometimes it's great news and sometimes it's not. But, right. Yeah. And so every day fucking counts. And so That's one of right. the things I wanted to highlight here, um, if you know me, you know, I love messy reality TV. But some of the things that I do like recently is that they're bringing up a lot of topics that are very, very real. And I Mm -hmm. do feel that there's a sense of vulnerability coming out a lot more. Now, whether we are here to be empathetic towards these people or not, being if we follow them and we know their story, that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about a a little bit of a topic that came up and actually came up between yesterday and today Mm -hmm. with a reality TV called Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And it's okay. with regards to Erica Mena, which is funny because I don't know if you know who Erica Mena is, but probably um, by she's face. Like this, yeah, she's like this like once upon a time video vixen, you know, mm. now like this public figure VH1 type of vixen. I don't know what we're going to call her, but God. she's a fellow Scorpio as your girl must see. And today <laughs> I think it's her birthday. Oh, but wow. yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. But they showed a clip that was televised in the season but this actually happened to her in her life where she was married to 
I want, I'm going to respectfully call him an artist safari, the the rapper um, who was once Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. They're, they, Got it. they're divorced now, and they went mm-hmm. through a really horrific custody divorce battle. And so they televised the outcome of it. And one of the things that came out from this divorce decision, now I am a divorcee, guys. So this is why this is a bit. Okay. Yeah, I am. I am. This is a bit relevant, right? Okay. Um, God, I hope my son's father's not listening to this and he's like, damn, you're going to put all our business out there. But, (laughs) um, (laughs) sorry. But um, they're divorced. And the outcome was she was able to have. What what I believe is the physical legal custody of the two children. Okay. okay. But he also did not have to pay, if not any child support, very little child support. I'm still, I still haven't watched like the final episode. To know like. It, it's just. Okay. Yeah. Detail. To know exactly the amount or to confirm mm-hmm. it. And the reason why I wanted to highlight this is because, um. There was a lot of scrutiny, you know, in the comment section of all these shared mm. postings of all this like scandal. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. there were people who were saying, well, you know, that's what you get. Like you want a full custody. Like, why would you even get child support? Other people were like, you know, you make the money. Why do you even need him to give any more? Y'all probably mm-hmm. make like around the same amount. So it should be mm-hmm. fair share. Um, mm-hmm. Other people were like, it doesn't matter. She has full custody. You know, those are two babies. They eat, there's daycare, there's this. Like he should pay a fair amount regardless of what she means. There was just so much of a debate in the comments. Yeah. And so for me, it was like PTSD for 2.5 seconds. I was like, oh my God, it's bringing me back to my divorce. <laughs> Wow. I don't think I'm over it. I'm joking. Oh my God. That bad, but... <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm not laughing at her. Wait pain, a minute. Let's but... revisit. <laughs> go back to your <laughs> let's just say, Yeah, no, I was about to text. My... Yeah, I was totally going to text them. I was like, wait a minute. We need to have a discussion. This is not over. Um, I'm not over it. No, but, um, <laughs> but, um, you know what it comes down to, I kind of for 2.5 seconds did also sit in 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 on, on both sides of of the of the mm-hmm. courtroom, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. For for to paint a picture here, because yeah. thirteen years ago, when that was me, I was only sitting on one side of the courtroom, and I was mm-hmm. very like, "I want custody, Everything. but you still got to pay child support, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you could mm-hmm. just give up your rights and screw child support." Like it's either one or the other, and I fought. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, when I tell you. My divorce cost more than my wedding. Okay, because I fought. Because I was not mm. giving way, giving mm. the circumstance, giving how we broke up, giving just like the all around mess that was involved. Mm-hmm. There was other parties involved. Like it, it was just really, really, really messy. Like mm. going through a divorce is a messy thing. And wow. I never wish that upon anyone. If it's for me, I want everyone who is married to always work through their love and their mm-hmm. partnership and then co- their companionship and always fight very, very hard to the very mm-hmm. end to always keep their marriage strong because going through something like that is really traumatizing and heartbreaking wow. at the end. It, it's a loss. It's like having yeah. a loss. It's like, and, it's like you're grieving as in you grieve a death, but you're grieving the partnership yes. and... And the, yes. the situation, the, the whole process of it. You know what I mean? All of it. It's like you're grieving yeah. to the moment where you're really going to grieve. Like, mm. it's it's the whole thing. And wow. so I wanted to bring this to the table because today, in 2022, mm-hmm. 
when I sat there, I kind of had to be very neutral in that moment. Mm. And this might not be by popular opinion, but for 2.5 seconds, I said, damn, but if she does have full custody, you know, he doesn't have them. So, so, you know, how much are we, are you both making? You know, like you're fighting for this, right? You know, looking back to when I fought You're going to take responsibility for it, right? Yeah, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's not to be insensitive to her because there's a lot about her that I do love about her, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, but just looking at them from a human lens, just looking at them as, you know, ex-husband, ex-wife, you know, because there's so many of us in those shoes, maybe not with the same amount of money in the bank, but there's so many of us in those same shoes. And so I had to ask myself really quick, I said to myself, you know, how different is it from state to state, a lot of these laws when it comes to mm-hmm. custody and child support, right? But then also, what is fair when we think of the the, the life people lead in co-parenting? And one of the things that I just, that I realized most recently is that even when you are married, there is a sense of co-parenting. There's yeah. a sense of percentages Teamwork. of how yeah. much we're both giving to the, the babies we have, you yeah. know? If you have multiple children, you know, all right, well, you you cover him on this and you cover I'll yeah. cover her on this. You know, all it is is that you're still together and you're you're under one roof and that's beautiful. But mm-hmm. I feel like there is still a sense of child support to the children aside from paying our mortgage, paying our rent, yeah. you know, and having to decide and have those discussions a lot Definitely. more amicable. But mm-hmm. <laughs> what co-parenting <laughs> looks like, you know, a lot more amicable right. because you know you love each yeah. other, you know. Yeah, of course. And I wanted a little bit of the insight of of, of mm-hmm. yours, Alex, like, to, to okay. this topic because I I don't know if there was anything wrong in that moment to say he's not going to pay that much because you guys let's say make almost the same or you, Miss mm-hmm. Eric, I'm going to make more than him mm-hmm. because fair is fair, mm-hmm. and. Thinking about it from a bigger perspective, I don't know if there's really much of a difference other than just a piece of paper saying we're not divorced as opposed to being married, but that co-parenting and child support Mm -hmm. is equal to both sides, whether married or not. Yeah. So I wanted a little bit of insight from you as to, I'm going to call it a messy topic because I know some listeners are going to be like, bitch, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I'm just giving you my opinion. (laughs) Sorry. Of people who I have no idea. <laughs> so you want to know what different. what do I think about like what the judge decided between like if that he pays less than her? Yeah, yeah. Honest, <gasps> honest thoughts, honest, truthful thoughts so, like, on that. I don't know anything about the story, but based on what you told me and and I don't know these people, I don't know what they're going through in the background, like you mentioned, but like she has full custody. If they both make good money. Um, I don't see the issue of who pays more than the other. If mm. he's a good father, he's going to provide for those kids no matter what. Whether or not the judge says you're going to pay less. At the end of the day, right. if he is a father, he might give more than what the judge said, depending on what he does, right? If he's right. a true father, and he's going to be a part of their life. So I feel like no judge should decide who gives how much if when it comes to your children, if you're going to be 100% there for your children. You know what I mean? That's also very valid. Yeah. That, that's Absolutely. what I feel. And um, 
I mean, God forbid, like, if what if she stops working? Like, what happens then? Mm. Or vice versa? Like, you got to think about that situation, too. And it's your children. You can't put money on your children, no matter what, mm -hmm. until the day you die. Those are your children. Um, mm -hmm. So that's what I think about that, you know, mm -hmm. to be honest. And, and I want to. I want to add to that point on that, you know, and again, I'm not putting all his business out there, but I know we've, my, 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 you know, if he listens, he's going to be so mad at me. He's going to text me <laughs> or his wife. Like? I mean, I get along with his wife, his wife, and oh, okay. I, like get along way better than he and I do. But, um, you know, we've had to have tough conversations like that. There's been changes yeah. in our lives. Right. And so just yeah. one of the things that I really struggled with, and he knows this because I express, I actually expressed it to him recently. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I, I didn't go in depth sharing it here, but I feel comfortable doing so now. Yeah. Um, you know, never mind the money and never mind the mm -hmm. child support. It's been new things now that we're going through with my son being older and having other That's experiences right. that I wish his father was physically here in the state and exactly. a lot closer to yep. be able to be more involved in because it's become a little bit difficult for me as mm. I am a woman and I don't mm -hmm. know what a young man experiences and so things mm -hmm. like that right mm -hmm. but even when the topic of conversation comes up with child support there's had to be a lot of patience from me now don't get it twisted I'm not, I'm not, I'm not easy. I just said I'm a Scorpio. Shout out to all of yeah. the Scorpios. And I'm, 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 patience is a virtue, but I'm not that easy. But, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, what I've always asked for is the communication piece. Let me of know course. if anything is going to shift or change. It's not me being all up in your business, but to your point, what, God forbid, what if I was in a bad situation and yeah. he, you know, we, one of us has to shift a little That's bit more right. and plan differently. And, and those things can be stressful. And so mm -hmm. I do empathize, particularly with Erica, because you can, it was televised her reaction. She was just so emotional wow. saying that all of the burden falls on her. But at the end of the day, you know, there's a certain logistic to this, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I, I agree. I don't think, you know, things like that should necessarily be at the hands of a judge, because I would love to think that parents could come together to an understanding, yeah. right, uh, of, of how we're going to co-parent and support, you know, this, this child or children that we share. Mm -hmm. But because that's not how life works and because every state has, every state has different, laws. different laws. Sweet Lord yeah. Jesus. It's like the oh, most annoying goodness. thing to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but not. this is why I, I'm only going to have children in New York because <laughs> I can't, I can't do other states. Like now, like I once had a scare. Lord Jesus, all the way in Florida. And oh, when no. I said, oh, my God, the first thing I did was look at you were like, child support like, laws keep... of Florida. That's traumatizing. This is very Really? I don't even know. <laughs> I, 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 I stopped know. reading after oh, like line number two. That, it's so bad. I was so stressed. And then <laughs> when I saw it was not a, a oops. Oh, Lord, the way I went to church, girl. I can't, oh, I can't even wow. explain. I was so grateful oh, that I, it was not that. It was just, you know turning 30 or something like that i don't know but um, <laughs> i have a question if you give birth in new york and you move to another state it'll still abide by new york rules how does that work that's actually a very good question so i believe it works for those of you who might be interested <laughs> it works give us an answer lawyers <laughs> yes right it back. works. i believe where the child resides oh so you can give birth it doesn't matter where the child was born is where, where the, the child, child lives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so all of this to say, y'all, yes. 
Co-parenting is a concept <laughs> that is done <laughs> whether you're in a divorce or not, whether you're, I should say, whether you're in a marriage or not. Yeah. Um, the decisions to provide for a child happens either way. And so sometimes we do have to be a bit more realistic to current situations. Mm-hmm. You know, even for me, there, there's been a sense of like, well, damn, I'm in a really good position now. Are, am I supposed to take that initiative and have that conversation with my son's father and say, well, hey, hmm, it's not how it was before. It's a little different now. You know, yeah. he's definitely attempted having that conversation with me. Um, mm-hmm. We have talked about it. There hasn't been no definitive answer on it. I'm going to be honest about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the whole idea that there should be support. And, and I do support that, that there should be support. Mm-hmm. I also just want to believe that, especially in the world of celebrity life, where you know you guys are like, in the public eye, you're making money, you're flashing all this money, that it could go both ways. It could have been that judge saying, well, you're going to pay an arm and a leg in child support despite Mm -hmm. them living with their mother. And then Mm -hmm. it'll be a whole other narrative, right? That's right. But, you know, I, I just, I couldn't help myself but bring this to the table because of those comments, just like to see how so many people people look at it in so many different ways. And it was not just like the men brooding the men. No, no. There was some men talking about in favor of her. There was some men talking in favor of him. And Mm. the same applied with the women. Some of the women were like, oh my God, girl, like, I'm so sorry. Other women were like, I mean, she's pretty famous. She got money. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they were just like... All right, stop crying. Like you're fine. You you make a money. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So I just, you know, I wanted to open up this episode with a little Mm. bit of a mess um, in that topic because at the end of the day, this is something that happens, as I always say to the regular 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 people, um, all the time. I just, you know, my bank account is not as heavy as theirs, Uh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. and so. We're dealing with that. We're dealing with that in the real world. And, you know, in, in the in the spirit of what this conversation is also going to be about, which does um, highlight, you know, childhood, highlights, mm-hmm. you know, d- different family dynamics, um, mm-hmm. highlights, you know, our Latino community. You know, I, I want to be fair. We see, uh, you know, I know they say divorce rates are up. Marriages are done. Listen, we see all of it, all of the mix yeah, in our community definitely. as well. You know, mm-hmm. and we've seen so many different narratives and stories um, when it comes to different families mm-hmm. and um, definitely want to dive right into that. So we're going to go into the as raw as it gets and mm-hmm. highlight exactly how you opened up the show. A woman, <laughs> a mother, a wife. I'm missing a whole bunch of titles there that you threw it's my fine. way, but <laughs> a creative, a business, a partner. We love, we like to talk about what that looks like. Okay. And so I want to not only talk about what that looks like, mm-hmm. but what does it feel mm. like? Mm, okay. Cause the, nobody one. really likes to talk about what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. you being someone that is so very much so spiritual mm-hmm. and, and you're, and you're someone who captures the, the feeling of it all, what, what it, mm-hmm. what it is from deep inside. I want to know what that feeling is like for you as a wife, mm-hmm. as a woman, as a mother, as a creative business mm-hmm. partner, and so mm-hmm. on. What does that feeling look like for you today? Wow. Um, 
Oh, that feeling is so colorful. It's a mix of everything. It's a mix of um, gratitude, um, love, a mix of anxiety, mm. a mix of um, uh, security, insecurity, uh, challenge, being feeling challenged, uh, as well as seeing how strong you are. Um, yeah. I feel like um, this journey with everything encompassed from when I was single, just worrying about myself to now, yeah. um, it's just shown me how strong I am um, and how honest I'm able to be with myself at this current state. Um, mm. That in the past, um, I wasn't... Um, I was aware of it, but I didn't have the tools that I needed to be more honest with myself, to be more vocal about it. I would mm. keep it within myself or use it with, with my creativity. That's how, that's how dancing and acting and writing came about because that was my way of expressing myself of how I felt or how I was able to express what I felt. And now I'm at the, I'm in a stage of my life where, um, I've realized that even communicating vocally is a struggle and it has been a struggle, but it's better now because I'm able to put into words how I feel and where I allowed myself to be. If that answers your Amen. question. Yeah, it does. It mm -hmm. does. Oh, that was very deep, mm. actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm a deep person. <laughs> you are a deep person. I mean, I, I knew am a deep question. <laughs> and in I don't have a problem. Yeah, right. In case my listeners and I have know. no problem. If you ask, like, I'm a quiet, like, I, I'm quiet. I'm not a talkative person. But if you're someone who approaches me and asks me a question, I'm going to answer it. Yeah, I'm just not going to volunteer the information. If that absolutely. makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. How long does it take you to observe people? Do you observe? Oh, I'm very observant. I'm very quiet. I'm very observant. That's why my spiritual animal is an owl because I'm very observant. I watch yes. what people do, how they react. Then I can speak. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. I have mm -hmm. a fascination with owls. I am very much so an observer. It's just my face doesn't look friendly, but I am very <laughs> much so an observer. <laughs> So back in the day when I used to go to parties to dance, you know, when you dance merengue, yeah, every like they used to be like, ¿Por qué tú qué tienes la cara tan? <laughs> like, why are you mad in Spanish? Pero ¿por qué tú estás brava? Porque, and I'm like, am I really gonna be dancing like this the whole time? Like, really? I'm like, it's just my normal face. I look pissed off. Like, you, they're like, you look like you're gonna kill somebody. <laughs> Same. Oh my God. First of all, but I'm like, I'm that's dancing. like my resting face. That's my resting face. Right. It's a resting bitch yes. face, but I'm not yes, mad. resting bitch face. I'm not mad. No, if I was going to the house, it'd be like, ¿Y qué te pasa? ¿Qué pasó? What happened? Who, 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 who did it? I'd be like, what was wrong? What, what's wrong with her? Or if they didn't want to ask me, they'll ask my other, what's wrong yeah. with her? No, nothing. Yeah, yeah. I'm what like, but I'm why just, don't you I'm just fine. ask me? I'm fine. Nothing is yep. wrong. And for the record, when we're dancing merengue bachata, okay, I commend anyone who's like smiling, cheesing. I don't got time because I got to look I'm right. And so I have to be very like focused. And so my I'm face into my like, music. Like, like I'm feeling you know? it. I'm not into like, like oh, I'm in a, in a parade like Miss Universe. No, no. Tampoco, no. But I only, <laughs> if you get a few drinks in me, like then you're going to say, first of all, I'm going to be singing. I'm going to grab someone's microphone. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be singing like my man just broke up with me yesterday and I don't even have a man. But that's exactly how I'm going to sing. 
Because yeah. that, that's the feeling I'm going to be in in that moment. <laughs> that's what that is. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, you know, I asked the question about the observing because I mm-hmm. do believe that there's so much to, you know, being quiet, observing and analyzing those feelings that you oh. get. Yeah. In that moment, in that mm-hmm. space with other people, people you may know, people you may not know. Yeah. And and those feelings, when you're so in tune with that, it's it's matter of fact, you know how we say, like, oh, you know, trust your intuition. True. But you also kind of pay attention to that feeling someone gives you, to that feeling mm-hmm. in that moment that you get. It's kind of like when you hear people say, oh, I have a bad feeling or I have a good oh, feeling yeah. about this. That's a warning. Like, That's your spirit telling you, yes, boop, bounce. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And so that's where I wanted to highlight. What does this life feel like for you? Because I think it goes deeper than that, right? Mm-hmm. How has it been your journey being mm-hmm. so spiritual for mm-hmm. you? And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I mean, listen, Alex is not going to take us from like the first moment she no, had a I'm spiritual not. moment in like kindergarten <laughs> or something like that. No, no but <laughs> we need to encompass this a little bit and cover it exactly. so that we can understand what this, why the spiritual journey is so important because I'm mm. very much so in that space. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. The resting bitch face is there and yeah. I already, I already admit it. I, I can bark, right? Yeah. But I'm very much so in a space now where. I'm trusting what mm-hmm. certain situations feel yeah. like, how others make me feel in mm. a given moment to help me with my journey in, mm. in just creating that safe space for myself. Not waiting for someone to come and be a hero and create it for me. Exactly. I, that's my responsibility with me, right? Mm-hmm. It's my responsibility to do that for my child because that's he's right. still a minor. He lives here. It's my mm-hmm. responsibility teach him how to do that for himself mm. and and for me mm. to also understand what that's like for him right and, and so I want to know what that has looked like for you how the spiritual journey has been for you from your very wow. first spiritual moment wow um huh that's a good question my first spiritual moment yeah. I feel like um I've always of course I grew up catholic you know, my mm-hmm. parent, my mom, it started with my mm-hmm. mom. I grew up Catholic, but I always felt, I always felt this connection to something higher at the time. Of course, I called him God and I went to church because that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. But I always knew deep down inside within me that there was something powerful out there that we're not alone and that is we're protected and guided that I always mm-hmm. knew and going to church. I found that peace, but not be, not through the priest. It was just of the the peace I felt. And when I prayed, I felt like that's where I found my connection more. Um, so I went along with, you know, the church, whatever. But then I, at one point I was just like, when I was a teenager, I remember when I was getting older, I was just like, there's something missing about me. I'm here going to church. I'm faithful, whatever. I know there's a higher power, but I'm not changing within me. I'm angry. I feel guilt. I feel all these feelings. And that's going to a, a place is not helping me. It's making it worse. Because when you go to, when you follow religion, it's, you know, you either feel guilty or, oh, I did something bad or this and that. You're questioning everything and, and you're not really true to yourself. So I was questioning it a lot. I was like, why am, why am I feeling this way? And until I met my spiritual teacher, 
who's Guru Enlightenment, and I'm sure my husband mentioned her. And um, at before I met her, I started just doing self journey books. I, I I was an actor, of course, so I just started doing things to discover who and what I was. And when I met her through my spiritual sister, Glenn, um, Warrior and Spiritual Tree. I when she I had a workshop, she had a workshop and everything she was saying was like common sense to me. I was like, I told her this is all common sense, like things like, you know, know how to pay your bills. Uh, don't use credit cards. Uh, 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 there's a higher power. You have guardian, you have angels, um, just little simple things. That's just common sense. And I told her, I feel like I was meant to be here and I feel like I know you. And ever since I started that journey with her, she helped me find my truth she Mm. she helped me and not by giving me the answers it was me putting in the work me looking at myself in the mirror and being honest with myself and not being afraid to put in the work because the spiritual journey yes it's positive and you you know you have a higher power but it's a lot of work that you have to do Mm. within yourself you have to be thousand percent honest with yourself and you're gonna cry and you're gonna feel shitty and you know you're gonna question things but it's the most beautiful thing that you can do to yourself that you can just work on yourself is the most important thing that you can do for yourself and ever since I met her I just oh my god my my world changed she also knows about past lives and more and she could your spirit doesn't lie to her because just tells everything about you so she guided me to where I am now to, and I'm, she's still my teacher. I still see her. My husband, and I see her for couple session as well. So, um, she, she has helped me to where I am now. And that's the most powerful thing in my life is my spirituality. Oh, and I love it. I love that you said that because there is a difference. I didn't know there was a difference between yeah. You know, growing up in the church, growing yeah. up Catholic, right? Yeah. I mean, Lachado, my mother, everybody knows she's Lachado. She <laughs> was, I was the, I was the girl, you know, with the resting bitch face reading the scriptures at the mass. Like that was me, because I was I not know. happy to be there. Because it's kind of early. Because she was taking me to like the first mass. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I joined you know, the chorus. I was like, you know what? I have to do something creative, so I joined the chorus. Because <laughs> I could sing. Girl. Girl, if I could sing, if I could sing, like outside the shower, she probably would have put me in the chorus too. Right. Um, like, it was, no, I got to keep you busy because, you know, the worst thing that ever happened was for her to find out I had a boyfriend. So mm. I was definitely in the church once she found out I had a little boyfriend. Oh, wow. But, you know, there, there is a difference. And this is also something I've shared on this platform. You know, I, I, I did share there was a point where I lost my faith and I wanted to come back to my faith because mm. what I realized in coming back to my faith was that, that, very personal private moment with God where I would pray. And it, and I remembered that when I would pray mm-hmm. and I'm back to my prayers, it, it has always brought me peace and it has mm-hmm. always brought me that sense of peace. And so I love that you said that because that's what I discovered in coming back to my faith. Mm-hmm. However, I never stopped praying. And I always used to say it's to the universe. And the reason why mm-hmm. I used to say it is because I knew there was something deep inside me that knew there was something out there. Mm-hmm. something bigger mm-hmm. that was listening that mm-hmm. that was understanding my feelings and because i knew i had lost my faith in the fact of me questioning things yeah. about you know from god you know certain things that happened in in life not necessarily to me but even to others that i would question yeah um i would always still pray to the universe hey universe if you're listening to me you know 
I, I would still do that. And so realizing mm-hmm. now, coming back to my faith, coming back to my prayers, and I do pray every day. There's mm-hmm. times that I'm praying on my way to work. I'm, yeah. I'm praying while I'm getting ready. I'm praying while I'm getting ready to go to bed. And I pray to God. But then there's also spiritually, I want to make sure that I'm there with myself. I want to make sure that I keep that relationship with me. I, mm-hmm. th- that's something that having a relationship with God is one thing, but then having a relationship with you is mm-hmm. another and being that in tune with, with, mm-hmm. with your, with the depthness of your soul. And, and I, and I don't know if everyone is ever able to understand that or even has interest, but I know it's something that has worked for me. That's ever since wonderful. I've discovered it most recently. Thank you. And it has helped. It has helped me even to the point of how much that aligns with my therapy being mm-hmm. able to be so self-aware and emotionally aware, mm-hmm. being able to identify certain things that I would not have been able to identify two years ago, three years ago, you know, even right. as, as close as a year ago, yeah. because things always happen. But I will say this, the thing that I was so stuck on for six years that I probably should have walked away from a long time ago, right? And mm-hmm. I didn't, that same thing happened to me a year ago and I knew I had to get help the moment I was able to identify. Right. Mm. And so it's even making that progress spiritually, emotionally, mentally, it's all of it, all of it in one body, you know? And so I wanted to highlight what that spirituality looked like for you, because I know how passionate you are with that, how true Mm -hmm. you are to that. Mm -hmm. Um, You did mention you. I wanted to, sorry, not to cut you off. I wanted to give you, tell you a point about something you mentioned I also, um, Guru had taught us that, and it made so much sense to me. She was like, if the higher power or God, whatever you want to call it, is your father, is your parent, wouldn't he or she want the same for its children, just like you are a parent. So Mm. if you automatically love and believe in yourself, you're automatically believing in a higher power. It's just mm. one and one together. So I wanted to mention that to you because it's like you're working on you and believing in yourself and what is important to you is comes first. That already makes you believe in your higher power. And another thing she mentioned is with the universe, your, the universe is yourself. You are your own universe. So when you, when you pray out there and say universe, Sometimes you have to be careful when saying, hey, universe out there, give me this or give me that, because the universe is full of positive and negative. So you have to be careful where are you throwing that out to, because you might throw it to something negative. So the best way for you to say it is um, my universe, because my your universe is your universe and is your universe only and nothing can touch it but you. I wanted to share something that with you because um, I feel like it's very important and it, um, I just wanted to share it. Thank you. You're You're welcome to teach me. And I love it here (laughs) because no, because it's true because you know what? I'm here just thinking I'm, I'm, I'm assuming in in speaking and and exactly what I'm saying that I am speaking to my own universe, but you're right. I've never said my universe. I'm just speaking to the universe and you are right. It is actually very true. 
and and I do believe that the same way there's there's good there's bad exactly you're absolutely right and so you already know your girl's gonna shift that because one thing about me I'm all for the learning here and for mm-hmm. more guidance I'm all for the more guidance yeah. so for me to even hear you say that and offer me that 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 to me this is why oh. I said everything happens in alignment and perfect timing <laughs> to where I am today mm. um because Alex was supposed to come on here like over eight months ago. <laughs> because we're a mess it wasn't meant but, it was meant yeah. to be now it just you know this is the perfect timing mm-hmm. uh you mentioned that you and your husband mm-hmm. shout out shout out I there because went. that was I already went. i already cued in i already cued in the the lucas <laughs> wait is he there he's back there with my daughter <laughs> with our daughter <laughs> he's co-parenting right now <laughs> yep He's co-parenting. That's the part. He's not a babysitter, girl. He's co-parenting. Okay. And she's probably running um, around doing something. God knows what. Yep. <laughs> I'm kidding. But um, you said that you go through the spiritual sessions with your couples. husband, and so that's, yeah, yeah, the couples. So that was mm-hmm. always actually on one of the questions I wanted to ask. How does that feeling? You know, how how does that feeling um take over you when it comes to that partnership piece of it, that that companionship and that relationship through mm-hmm. the spiritual journey. And how mm-hmm. amazing is it that you are able to share that with your mm-hmm. husband? Because, mm-hmm. oh, girl, I could tell you, <laughs> I know people that are married, but they're very much so at odds in a lot of things, including yeah. spiritual journeys. Yeah. How, how has that felt for you and how has that been for you? In the beginning, um, cause that's how we met actually through acting class. But then he eventually started seeing my uh, my teacher. Um, mm-hmm. she I I was seeing her before him, and mm-hmm. we were hanging out. And eventually, when we got together after the six years that we got to know each other and be friends and everything, um, that's why our journey in getting married, dating, just uh meshed so well because mm-hmm. we had that foundation. He worked on himself, not to say that your growth, your, your growth and what you have to do for yourself never stops, but he started that journey with her on his own and me too. And we were working on ourselves before we got together. And that's very important because once you get together, there's more shit that comes. (laughs) There's more shit. Then you have a kid, more shit that you thought, oh, I was like, oh, I thought I worked on this when I was single. And it came back, but it came back to the (laughs) tenfold because it's some somebody else is involved. So Mm -hmm. imagine if you're not working on yourself and then you with a partner. Imagine Mm -hmm. if you don't even have some type of foundation, Mm -hmm. whether it's therapy, whatever you decide to do, please work on yourself before you um join a partner or, or get in yeah. a relationship that's very important so i feel yeah. like those feelings i was i was so grateful that when we got married we were in that uh we were on that level and then of mm-hmm. course marriage came in child and all this and then new things came for us yeah. other old things that resurfaced from childhood came you know within me mm-hmm. and him so um it brought, of course, a lot of uh, child. We clashed. There was moments that we disagreed on certain things, and sometimes we still do. But we communicate. That's the important thing. We communicate about it. Um, we talk about it. We have a session with Guru, who's who helps us like see things different ways and mm. gives us tools on how to work on it. Um, 
and it's a lot of work. It's uh, I'm not gonna say is the is the is the most uh, fun work, but it's not. But we do it because we love each other, we love ourselves, and we mm-hmm. want to learn and grow, and that's what's mm-hmm. important. Um, mm-hmm. everything requires work, and nothing is easy in this life, including working on yourself and in in a relationship. It's just a lot. It's a lot to deal yeah. with, and it could be overwhelming at yeah. times. But you have yeah. to be willing to put in the work. That's what's important. Absolutely. That actually answers my question on how do you sustain it? Because in addition to having a relationship with your husband, right, you mm-hmm. definitely collaborated with him too in yeah. the creative space. And so yes. even that part of it, right, because at that moment when you are entering the creative mindset, the creative space, like you know he's your husband, he knows mm-hmm. you're his wife. But mm-hmm. when you have to be in that mode, in that zone, right, how do you work through that while still working spiritually, right? But how do you work through that as a true partnership? Because there's very few people I know mm-hmm. that can actually say, I, I I, legitimately have a partnership here with yeah. my spouse and that they're successful and That's are so able true. to sustain that. So how has that been like for you as well? For me, um, the reason why we mesh well together in partnership and creating is because we're we both uh work similarly we're Mm. very disciplined in how we work we're very organized um we like things a certain way but at the same time we can bump heads because we both are controlling people oh so we're both control we're both controlling however i'm a person that i know when i need to to step away and when i i know my place I know if Mm. I need to, you know what, this is not my place to say this, or this is my place to say this. And Mm. the projects that we have been together on are projects that my husband started. And I said, you know what, I'll help out. So I already know my place there. Yes, it's ours. It was a team effort. We're co-creators. But at the end of the day, he started it. So it's still part of his, if you think about it. And it's learning for myself to know when to step away and when not to. And also giving ourselves space when we need to. If I need my space, he needs his space. I'm, he's not on top of me. I'm not on top of him. So that's right. very important, giving each other space. And even now, like we've realized there were times that we were like constantly close together. We were like, wait a minute, we need to give each other space. And yeah. that's like whoever's doing that, that's extremely like I would advise you have to give each other space. And no, and because those are, the two projects that we got involved in, I know how to work with him. And we just learned like how to communicate with each other better. Um, Of course we learned still learning and growing, you know, I'm still working on my communication of how I communicate and same as him. Like we're just, it just helped us learn about each other even more because Mm. we were able to work with one another, um, not only as husband and wife, but also as partners. And, Of course, and in the beginning, it was just like, oh, wait, I have to take out that he's not my, he's, he's my partner right now. He's not, this (laughs) is not, so sometimes it will come in like, oh, wait, I will, I'll bring in things of personal to the, and I'm like, wait a minute, I need to like back up and vice versa. So we would have to like learn how to separate that in the beginning. So that was very, that, that was a a lesson on its own. Um, but now where I'm at now is just, I know that there's things that I have to give my space to and create things on my own as well. Just like he's doing his things. He will create things on his own. We won't always create together, 
But when we do create together, I think we do a great job of it. Oh, without a doubt. Like yeah. the podcast in itself for one. But oh, two. and we um, absolutely love yeah. the podcast. And yeah. I'm so grateful. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I'm down. I'm so grateful that I said yes and that I started hosting. Because at first I didn't want to host, to be yeah. honest. I didn't want to host. I was like, I'll be behind the camera. I'll produce. I'll put things together. And then I started joining the hosting. Yeah. <laughs> um when the pandemic happened and i love it i enjoy it so now the way how we separate it is we'll separate it he'll interview people on his own i'll interview people on my own or sometimes we'll interview people together but now that's our that's our way of kind of separating ourselves from it we're still working together but we're kind of like okay i'll interview that person you interview that person and make it like yeah mm -hmm. that is amazing honestly i think it takes so much work for one to be able to do that right and to come to an understanding with your partner but also it takes a lot more effort maybe double or three times more effort to be that much individually self-aware of when you need to take you know that step back and and still allow that space for the individuality versus you know the partnership and and that it is possible to have both you know Mm -hmm. Um, one more question to that, yeah. because then we're going to lead into the double or nothing. Mm. How does that, how, how does the professionalism look like for you when husband and wife might be at odds, but professionally Ooh. the show must go on? Oh, well, <laughs> we have great work ethic. That's what I must say about both of us <laughs> at work and our creative life. Like our work ethic is impeccable and yeah. whether or not we at odds, it will, whatever needs to be done is going to be taken care of. Yes. Even 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 the house stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. I, we still have to take care of it. That has nothing to do with what we're going through personally. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That you know that's such a that's such an important thing because it, no shade to anybody. All right, don't 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 come for me. But <laughs> I just <laughs> being a divorcee, right, and yeah. learning so much. Um of the the things I did and things I probably should not have. Um, and, and, you know, even being able to have the conversation with the other side and, Mm -hmm. and go through the apologies. Right. And, and, and starting off on a clean slate because, you know, we do share a child. Right. Mm -hmm. But most importantly for, for the purpose of, well, someday I'd, I'd want to have a partner again. And someday I'd want to be in a successful relationship and sustain it and have it really strong. And how do I get there? It's part of, learning from your past experiences right and so one of the things i have no shame in admitting and and it's not just me because i know plenty of other people who fall under this yeah um i i you know my work ethic may not have been the best many years ago you know i i would not i would not have known how to separate the two one of the things and i've shared it here on this platform is when you share too much of what happens between the two of you with other people, yeah. you know, like with families yes, where right. they could overstep those boundaries. And so when you think of being in business, you know, mm-hmm. or, or creating from, from a very, um, a, a different space other than husband and wife, right. Mm-hmm. Where you have to have that work ethic and be professional because there might be other team members. You don't want things like that to affect other people or exactly. to affect the goal in mind at the end of the day. And so I think it's important to still highlight that whether it is 15 years ago or today, marriages, relationships, um, of all kinds requires the work to just not only be able to know the other person, but know you first and foremost. And and I think too many times we think about 
oh, I know him. I know what he's, oh, I know her. Mm-hmm. We focus too much on that and, mm-hmm. and, and we lose the side of, well, what about you? What am I like, doing? Yeah. What are you doing or what are you not doing? Right. Because yeah. you yeah, can't yeah, control yeah. the other person. You can't nope. control the other party. Exactly. And I want to say the other party because this is even in any type of other relationships that Definitely. are not necessarily romantic. It's like yeah. I could sit here and, and, and go time and time again complaining about what X, Y, and Z did and how mm-hmm. frustrating that is and how annoying mm-hmm. that is. And they mm-hmm. did this and they did that. Or I could focus on what I can't control with myself. Exactly. And I could focus on what I have done, how I can continue to do, right, mm-hmm. without letting that affect my end goal. And yes. that is where I wanted to highlight a little bit of what uh, that looks like for percent. you in that yeah. moment. Um, I want and to also, our, yeah. sorry, and also what we created is like a, our child. So yeah. why are we, <laughs> just because we are at odds, we're going to, that's like, oh, we are odds. I'm not going to take care of my daughter. Like. That's how I see it. You know what I mean? You ever see? You ever see when like couples fuck, fight? I'm fuck, I, fuck you. You go fuck. No, no right, right. But there are father. Good father. Good father. Tell, tell him. <laughs> tell him to change his diaper. No, tell him to. No, this is real, guys. Okay, so, I've seen this. I may have done it. Um, the whole little thing, like, oh, I'm upset. I'm not gonna change. No, tell him to put you to bed. No, I'm not gonna do. It. Well, you, you know take- what? When you see that you're doing a lot and you're tired and you need your space, and Dad hasn't been doing anything, or vice versa, then right. yes, go yes. ask your father to do it. You have yes. every right to do that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do agree with that. It just ain't the kids' fault, y'all. And and I'm uh, when I say y'all, I'm talking to me too because I kind of <laughs> did that. <laughs> I did. I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah. I I did. It was yeah. I was like, oh, you want to come home late? Uh oh, okay, okay. <laughs> there, you you there. do it. And I would just like walk away. It was terrible. Nobody tell my kid, but it was terrible. Um, but yeah, okay. So <laughs> going into the double or nothing, y'all. If my kid hears this, gonna be like, damn, are you? How old is How old is your kid? He's fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Um, okay. He, yeah. He he knows. He knows, he knows. how his mother is. Okay. He knows how his mother was, and he knows who his mother is today. Oh, and that's great. You know, one of the things uh, with one of my goals with him right now, because I'm very, I'm a very strong person mm-hmm. in the sense that when I make up my mind about something, that's it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes like that's that. at, at a fault. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to admit, I could be like I don't want too, him yeah. to be that way though. And Got so it. I try and shift things with him a little bit. And, and I am very honest with him in the sense, like, you know, don't be like me with this you know it's really hard for me to shift away from this mm. i try sometimes i try and then you know like the wrong thing happens and then i just go off right but don't be like me like i tell him like what what i've learned people can do and i try to do it sometimes but it doesn't always work for yeah. who i am today yeah, yeah but for yeah. you you're still young you can still put in the work you know try and pay attention to this and do things this way do things a little different from how your mother does it um because i am so strong in character and because of who I am, mm-hmm. who he is is very similar. Yeah. So I don't see nothing wrong with no, it. And I and I don't see like, oh my God, like why are you I don't see that. But now you ask his dad, his dad will be like, he's just like, like, what the <laughs> fuck? And so it's like <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I raised him. What do you want me to do? Yeah, I don't. Even worry I got about sole that. custody. You full custody. What do you exactly. want me to do? Exactly. 
like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Hello. <laughs> like, the judge didn't tell me how That's, to do this part. He's around he just... you 24-7. Like, what do you want? <laughs> you know, so it, that part has been a little difficult. Okay. But, like, any moment that I get when it comes to my kid, I always try. He's very much so in the church. He is in Catholic school, right? Okay. And the reason why I put him in there, and, and I've said this to you before, is for the purpose of discipline. There's certain yeah. disciplines that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, he could tomorrow, you know, decide to change his religion yeah. or just yeah. go be guided more so spiritually. He's also very in tune spiritually as well. He okay. is. Okay. And so for him, though, what I always try to instill in him coming from you know what society calls a broken home because his parents are divorced i was trying to instill in him any moment that he can to teach him from the lens of a woman and so certain things i try to explain like you know you you should do things this way so that you know you're telling me you're interested in women great you're interested Mm -hmm. in females great but Someday you want to make sure that your partner is happy with with these things. Sometimes we see things this way. You know, mm. you you have to be able to get to know that person. You know, mm. you know, as as women, sometimes you know, and I'll, I'll go into conversations <laughs> like that. You know, because if I could do something, like I can't teach hey. you from the lens of a man, but well, I can, at least you I can, can see explain the, certain things. Why women you know, do certain things? Why women do yeah. certain things? It's not an excuse, right? No, it's just putting it out there. Some of the dumb shit your mama did, and some of the smarter shit your mama did. Yeah, and and and, and, and this is me as a woman, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I try to keep it all the way raw with him That's in the spirit great. of this podcast. That yeah. try. Um, and then there's some things that I just can't teach at all because I am just not a man, right? Exactly. But I I try, I yeah. try, I try for the for the concept of, you know, what is to be quote unquote normalized or what should be normalized. Yeah. You know, I try and break certain vicious cycles. I try very much so to focus on everything that I didn't like from my very perfectly imperfect parents yeah and try not to be a hypocrite and i repeat the same story because who exactly. the fuck am i to sit there and say well y'all did this so y'all didn't do that but here i am doing the same shit right exactly. so i try to break away from that and really make that my focus and along the way ladies and gentlemen i've definitely learned that i fucked up a few times still and so hey, we've also had that's how we learn and grow yeah yes yeah i mean if we choose to because some people fuck up and they don't give a fuck yeah so and they don't yeah, yeah i know <laughs> the perfect segue but... going into the double or nothing okay. because now i want to highlight now that we've discussed um <laughs> what this journey spiritually has looked like for you mm-hmm. i want to take it back a little bit and take okay. it all the way back to what childhood was like for you and what that mm. upbringing was like for you so we know a little bit about growing up in the church and growing church, up catholic yes. mm-hmm. but what more in your experiences with your childhood growing up latina or even yes. traditions mm-hmm. has impacted and it could be any form of impact mm-hmm. to who you are today and your current journey oh um i would say um a big thing that i learned in my family is um community um Mm. giving to others the humbleness being grounded Mm. don't forget where Mm. you came from um the culture the food the music that's very important to me i carry it to the day to to this day the language i speak spanish and i'm also I speak to my I speak Spanish to my daughter because I want her to speak Spanish too. So that's very important to me to keep that to keep that you know 
the language yeah. and the culture thriving. Um, and yeah, family, family is very important to me too. And, um, my parents instilled that, um, highly, uh, in our family, you know, our family wasn't perfect. We didn't communicate well with each other, but at the end of the day, when she hit the fan, we were all there for each other. Mm. And I feel like that's very important, but at the same time, honesty is very important. And that's something that I learned on my own uh, within myself as time went on. And I was able to show that to you know, my parents, like, you know, it's okay to say I love you or give each other a hug and stuff like that. Um, but also understanding that, um, uh, that our parents are human and mm. they only know what they know based on how they were raised. So mm. I learned that I cannot judge them for certain things that they did or how they were because that's all they knew. Mm. Um, and that's a big lesson I learned, um, especially like my father passed away this year and we didn't have like, a, a uh, you know how you say daddy's little girl. I didn't have that with my dad, mm. but, um, as I got older, we had a great relationship. He loved my daughter so much, but he taught me like with his death, he taught me how important it is to come to love yourself, to mm. be honest with yourself. Um, and despite the fact that you're helping others also bring it to yourself too. And, mm. uh, um, and don't stay quiet. Like if you're hurting or if you, you know how in our culture, a lot of the men don't like to, to say, they don't want like to go to the doctor. Oh no, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm not in this and that and this and that. And they keep it to themselves. Don't suffer alone. You have people who care for you and love you. Don't suffer alone. Um, mm. Allow yourself to communicate and be honest. Um, yes. so those are things that I, I learned growing up and, um, as a child as well. Yeah. I mm -hmm. love that you said that. Um, and I'm getting a little choked up, um, yeah. for one, because I, I've actually went through that recently mm. with my father yeah. uh, in the sense that it, it took a health scare for, you know, I always say, Oh, I'm daddy's girl, but I'm daddy's girl y'all because I get away with shit. Like, <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> it's not because like, oh, he adores me. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Hug. My dad don't hug. He don't say I love you. Yeah, yeah. I get a side hug for Mother's Day on my birthday, girl. Like, I, like yeah, yeah. That's, that's my dad, right? Right. <laughs> that's the whole family of my dad's side, to be honest. Yeah. But but it's uh, it's terrible. I know. Jesus. But, uh, you know, I've always recognized this. The, the grandfather that he is is mm -hmm. priceless. You know, that's how my father has was been to my son and oh. to this. Uh, it's it's just like, yeah. damn, like I wish sometimes I look and I'm like, I wish he would have been that type of a dad. Oh, my God. Same here. You know, yeah. with me. But yeah. I love that I was a, I've been able to witness this yep. you know, to see the bond that he has with my son, um, who he is around his grandchildren is beautiful. Mm. And the same goes with my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, But my dad coming from, you know, the typical Latino man. Yeah. doesn't go to the doctor or hides yeah. it or keeps it quiet. We we had a moment with him this summer that was very scary for us. Oh, wow. And it's definitely prompted a few changes from him. And I'm very proud of him. A shout oh, out to Marco great. because my dad has lost weight. He's taking care of himself. Oh, like wow. it's just so a whole wonderful. different yes. It's just it's so different the work he's doing even for himself, right? And there's other hurdles here and there. But I admire so much who he is today mm -hmm. in his age and how he stands so strong mm -hmm. in, in what he believes and his yeah. voice. And that's one thing, 
you know, this may sound corny to people and I've said it here on the show before, you know, my confidence that I have comes from different sides, different levels, different moments in life. But one of them, and, and, and I attribute it so much to who my parents raised me to be, even through some of my worst mistakes, mm-hmm. who they, they, they raised me to be. I just needed a reminder here and there, but yeah. it's that that has helped me be that confident person. And I, I'm glad that you hired this and I'm so sorry about your father. Thank you. But it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. what you've been able to take from Mm-hmm. your stronger bond with him in, in the, you know, your older age with him and, and even mm-hmm. this moment, um, you know, to his last moments and, and what you've been able to learn from that piece and, and mm-hmm. take with you. And another thing I want to highlight, and I thank you so much. This is why I say everything is always mm. so meant to be. And, and this is why I'm getting choked up in this moment to hear you say just how much awareness you had to put into giving your parents grace Mm -hmm. because of all they've ever known. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes this is why I said it would be more on me to make the same mistakes knowing what I know. Right. Because I didn't have the same upbringing they did. So what Mm -hmm. is my reason to be that person or make those same, you know, concerning decisions, if not to call them mistakes, you know, who the fuck am I right. to do the same thing here? Right, right? right. When I'm I'm being raised in a different um environment, in a different situation, in a different circumstance, right? And so I appreciate you highlighting that because it's so relevant for me right now in this moment. Mm. And now I really hope some of y'all listening and I'm gonna leave this shit right here in case y'all all be nosy and listening, because some of y'all need to listen to this specific part of the episode. That's and I hope right. it resonates. And then when you're an asshole about it, you could, you know, tell yeah, me, oh, was that about me? Yeah, it was. But the point is here, um, sometimes we do, I'm the worst, Alex. But sometimes, you know, what, what has helped me get to that point too, just like you, has been coming into this role of being a mom and mm-hmm. understanding it through that lens. And it's yeah. not to excuse anyone. That's not what no. this is. It's just yeah. really, I talk so much on this platform about giving myself grace and space That's and giving right. other people that. I would think that I could do that. And for taking my responsibility. To, to yeah. a yes, yes. And and I am in that comfort space to speak up and be able to point certain things out, for example, to both my parents and say, mm. you know, you may have done wrong here and you definitely did wrong yeah. here. Yeah. But, you know, we learn from it. We got to move on from it and move forward from it, right? And so we got to make sure you don't do that again. And I definitely have to make sure I don't commit those same fucked up decisions, right? Exactly. Um, Especially if I'm the one who's here criticizing it or or frowning upon them. Exactly. So I very much so appreciate you opening up so much with that and sharing that piece with us. um, Because I think you definitely delivered a very strong message there that plenty of people Mm. need to hear sometimes. Um. What does it look like for you, Mm -hmm. the experience of growing while Mm -hmm. feeling loss? What does that look like for you? How has that been for you, that that part specifically? I'm going to (laughs) cry. No, don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm still grieving. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But growing at the same time. Yes. Um. And I say grieving, not spiritually, because spiritually I'm at peace. Um, yes. And what I, what I mean by that is I know death is not the end of it all. 
I know that my father is at peace because he's no longer suffering. Right. Um, and I've gotten messages um, that I only know myself that it's him telling me he's okay. You know, you get messages everywhere, whether it's uh, something you see, a song or mm-hmm. a symbol that you only you know, but you know that it's him telling you he's okay. So in that aspect, I'm at peace. But of course, I'm human. So mm-hmm. um, the grieving process is, uh, is uh, what do you call that? You don't know. One day you're fine and one day you start crying or you see a picture and you cry and then you're fine. Um, right. But through this all, I've my growth and still growing, I feel like it's been amazing. Um, it's mm-hmm. been challenging. It's brought anxiety. It's brought um, uh, gratitude within it, within it all. Um, and I'm just, like you said earlier, I'm just allowing myself to give myself grace. Like if mm-hmm. I have to go through something, go through it, feel it. Don't be afraid. Let it go do what I have to do. Like if I'm at work, if I'm stressed, I step away to something that I love. And right now I'm in the moment that I have kind of stepped away from my creativity stuff that I love to do creatively Mm -hmm. that I know that I have to go back to it because that is my passion. And that's what keeps Mm -hmm. me going even more besides my daughter and my husband and, and everything else that's in my life. But that's also mine too. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I hope absolutely. that answered your question. That answered your it question. does. Oh, okay. It absolutely does. Because that's exactly, wh- that's exactly what reflects the balancing act as a human being to be able to still feel lost while we're still in the moment of growing and feel all other things. Mm-hmm. To your point, one moment we're fine and the next we hear that one fucking song and I'm crying. Well, not me. If y'all know my sister Patty, she cried over everything. Lord Jesus, <laughs> if the pin drops and it sounded exactly how it sounded that time she was at grandma's house. Oh my God, my sister cries. And then like I be trying not to cry, but then she began getting my emotions. But Patty cries. <laughs> Dios Santo, my God, a pin, oh. a pin, y'all, a pin wow. will drop, and she cries. But wow. you know what it is, though. I I like to say that my sister, like I always say, why are you about to cry? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just, you know. And imagine and what she like to, does. She have kids. She does. Oh, girl, Lord Jesus, she got two kids. I'm like, and so imagine when she was pregnant. Forget it was the worst because you know when you pregnant. I was there. <laughs> no, no, I was there. Kind of so she had kids back to back oh, like june God. 2005 and june 2006 um they oh, recognized wow. her in the hospital when she rolled in the second time they was like oh you're back <laughs> because of how impactful she is emotionally like the wow. whole hospital recognized her yeah wow. now That's it's serious a- <laughs> but i will say this <laughs> i will shout out to my sister i will say this. shout out to your sister I- I, I hey. yeah, shout out to my sister Betty, <laughs> but you know, I I hope that someday, you know, it, it's not always the best feeling. I worry sometimes of, I have experienced loss in my life, but I worry sometimes yeah. of what that would look like, and not that I'm calling on it, Lord, yeah. my universe. That's not what I'm calling on. Yeah. It's just facing that someday I will be in a position of a loss that I yeah. know is going to be heartbreaking. And I worry sometimes that because yeah. of the feel that I'm in, I've been so mm. desensitized on what that feels like. Oh, I see what you okay. And when I see my sister cry over a pin drop, um, 
yeah, I, I sometimes sit there and I'm like, you know, I really hope I, I could continue to feel it from her. I really Got hope it. that while sometimes I'm like, why are you crying, Patty? Here we go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope she never stops. I hope she's oh. always so in tune with her emotions mm-hmm. that at least through her, you can. I, I can feel that much and, and, and that I never lose that piece, you know, because okay. it, it has felt like a loss for me. Mm-hmm. The part where that feeling just doesn't immediately get ignited, you know, mm, and, and there's very few times that that it does. And not that I'm looking to cry out of sadness. No, I because just, everybody grieves different. Some people don't cry right. at all. And some people don't cry at all. Yeah. But so, I just want to make sure I haven't lost that. And, and okay. I want to be able to still feel that. And so if I could feel it when I see my sister crying, I'll feel it and I'll embrace it. Right. Got it. But, you know, it, it's 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 a it's a it's an awakening and it's and it's a rude awakening for some. Definitely an awakening for sure. Mm-hmm. When experiences that we may go through sometimes more than once. Yeah. At different frequencies, how much that can impact our ability to feel, right? That's right. But one of the things I want to close this segment with, and and I want to, we'll close this out as the last question for you for this segment. <laughs> um, it's one thing to feel, and it's another to take all those feelings and take all those experiences, and be able to teach. And mm. so, one of the one of the most tremendous roles of yours is motherhood, and yeah. you're your baby's beautiful and you Thank do you. such an amazing job in this. Thank um, you. What do you hope from your entire life? Mm-hmm. What have you taken away from it that you know for sure you would want to teach your daughter? Um, to always be honest with herself mm-hmm. and never lose connection to her light. Oof. That's very important. No matter what she wants to explore and discover and, you know, because children, you know, you're going to want to discover the good and the bad, but to always Mm -hmm. remember where she comes from and that light that she has within her. I don't want her to forget how special she is. And that's important. Yes. Oh, that Mm -hmm. was beautiful. Oof, I love that. Thank you. I love that. All right. We're going to go into the last segment. And this is the overdose. And here we share. This is like your, this is like the lesser of the messiness. Okay. Um, But during the overdose. <laughs> Ooh, the overdose. The lesser. <laughs> um, during this, se- yeah, for the record, I was supposed to change the name of the segment because, you know, healthcare. Over- oh, it was I was going to like say- very nice. And then I shared it with somebody. Somebody was like, relax. It's a segment name. Like, it's just, calm down. I know, right? It's not, a, it's not, a, you're not drunk. I was like, like, drunk. I was like, like, am I fucked up? Like, it's just a little insensitive. See, I'm desensitized. Like, this yeah, is the yeah. problem. <laughs> just, I, I don't know. He was like, no, nah, leave it. It's all right. Um, it's but it's during good. the overdose, during the segment, we will share something, anything we are overjoyed with or completely over it and when i tell you it could be anything it could be anything overjoyed or over both am i giving you both answers one or the other oh okay yeah oh damn overdone what am i overdone i'm overdone with the 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 i don't know if this is a word but the unkindness of this world if that's even a the word, the, the un mean? how a lot of people in this world are not kind, like oh. treat. Oh. I'm done with treat 
others how you would like to be treated. Like, can you just, isn't that simple? Does that make sense? Is that my point? Like, I'm done with that. Like, I'm done. Like, come on. We're just fucking human beings. Like, let's just treat each other with respect. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Let me say this. That's like, I'm done. I'm fucking done with that shit. It does. (laughs) You know, like, okay, so I felt fuck? that I felt that in the base of the microphone where she said, I'm done. What I'm done. Fuck? Like I felt that. Yeah, like, I'm it add was that. Deep. It, yeah, yeah. And with so that I'm said, I'm overjoyed this. with the kindness that exists in this world. I love yes. that. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to highlight the fact that you said respecting each other. And mm-hmm. again, I cannot emphasize enough the purpose behind things aligning mm-hmm. i listened to a podcast um it's a known podcast um yeah no this is not an ad um but drink champs with Noriega. Oh, okay yeah 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 yeah. and i was catching up because you know his episodes yeah. be like three plus hours so I, yeah I they're time. like this freaking movie it's like a marvel yeah movie. <laughs> like it's like a whole shift three episodes yeah, yeah, is like yeah. a whole shift and i, I be busy t- working, i have so. to watch the clips <laughs> yeah unless so it's someone I, I really like i like okay i gotta watch this while i'm working right 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 doing right but in drink champs i caught on to the episodes and one of yeah. the questions he has in his little game of like kind of like this or that yeah. he says loyalty and respect mm. and in three of the episodes i was catching up on they all said loyalty mm. and the reason why they said loyalty was because in one way or another to them it all circled back to respect. That's so true. Yeah. And so to your point, and That's it's so, so funny true. because I always, I always say loyalty that I, I want that above all, but mm-hmm. it's because I wholeheartedly believe that that always does lead back to respect. Mm-hmm. It does. It's like a full circle. Yeah. Right? And so for you to say the respect, what if we did live in a world where we all knew how to respect one another? Jeez. You know, that would look like loyalty to one another. Maybe not, but at least you're loyal to yourself to know how kind you are to others, mm-hmm. to know that you can share mutual respect. Because mm-hmm. to your point, I would like to treat pe- I would like people to treat me how I treat them. And so if my goal is to treat them with respect, that is a level of loyalty to just life. It's a level yeah. of loyalty to what I believe in. It's mm-hmm. a level of loyalty to just human exactly i mean like you don't have to like everyone and right it's okay to you know agree to disagree agree but Mm. respect is important at the end of the day that's it yes and today is election day and let me just say and that's another reason why i'm just done (laughs) some of y'all need to know how to respect people's decisions yeah okay i'm just saying because <laughs> it was a, it was a little tense in some of these election lines i just oh want to say you see it, it, it that's, was, I, that's it where was it all came from there. i thought the election then i was like respect like what the f-? you know we yeah. do. i don't i don't agree with with most but i mean yeah. keep it moving just keep it respectful and that's it mm-hmm. um thank you for shining light on that because that is that is You're def- welcome some of us don't have that so yeah no um something that i am completely overjoyed with mm-hmm. um again this is not an ad um and i'm not gonna put the <laughs> name out there but it's actually another 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 like public figure she's a mm-hmm. singer Another podcaster, very known. Mm-hmm. Um, she was running a marathon this weekend. Not a marathon. First of all, let me put a little bit of respect on New York City, the New York City the Marathon. The New York City Marathon. Uh, <laughs> yes, right. She was running that one. So oh. let me put respect on that. 
And it was beautiful to see all the, you know, her friends who are also in the public space, media mm-hmm. space, um, podcasting space. They were sharing all of her miles that she was accomplishing. Oh, and cool. it was beautiful to see that. You know, it's like when you tune into people like every week, it's like they become your friends in like the ears. That's, like, so, so, true. Yeah. That's, true. Yeah, <laughs> That's so, so true. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's like my homie. But she <laughs> she had been explaining the journey of like preparing for this, right? Preparing mm-hmm. for this marathon, preparing for the goal of getting to the finish line. So I just found that to be so inspiring, right? Mm-hmm. Of, of how much we prepare for whatever our goals are, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I want to share how overjoyed I am with this because what we've been listening to, me as a listener of this show and hearing what she says, I wholeheartedly do feel that she's very honest about her opinions and just where she stands with her life experiences and and vulnerable things she has shared. And what Mm -hmm. was so beautiful about this is that after the marathon happened and her significant other was there, he proposed to her (gasps) and they shared this also on social media for us to see. And it was just so beautiful. And of course I cry like a baby because I cry when I see people in love. See, you cry. Right. I do. You're not That's desensitized. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, mostly for movies, like The Bodyguard, I very much oh, so still cry of course. every yeah. time I watch that Me damn too. movie. But <laughs> um, I do cry for certain things, but it was beautiful to see that. What was so beautiful about that was that she was very vulnerable in one of the episodes and yeah. she was so honest. She was mm. honest mm. about her fears, honest about mm. where she is and where she wants to keep going. She's been honest about certain goals and not necessarily yeah. giving us all the ins and outs of it, right? Of course. But she's just been very truthful. And so to see how much that moment has aligned with what she has shared with us, oh, to see such a beautiful ending that that complements so much of her honesty. Mm-hmm. To me in that moment, I was so overjoyed with that because for me personally, Mm-hmm. I've made it a very spiritual goal of mine mm-hmm. to remain very truthful to myself, mm. very honest with myself mm-hmm. of the things that I want, the things that I don't want, and for the things that I want, how I'm going to get them, yes. how I'm going to get there with the intentions, with the mm. purpose behind all of it. Mm. And it was a moment of overjoyment in the sense that when you are very true to yourself, yeah. When you are so respectful to who you are, loyal to yourself, when you're that in tune spiritually, mm-hmm. I can't say it's perfect, no. but I will say that you see things happening for you. You see A them happening percent. for you, yeah. how you envision them, how you see them coming. Um, I, I've, I've dived so deep into visualization yeah truly visualizing me in mm-hmm. in certain spaces and certain and goals and and I'm working so hard towards that and so while it may be just an engagement of a marathoner to some yeah, yeah there was yeah. a bigger picture that I saw wow, in that moment that's powerful yes it, it very much so was and for me in that moment it's like you know when you really really put that work in for you when you're mm-hmm. really dedicated to you when you're when you really pour so much, sure you pour into others, but you still remember to pour into you. Beautiful things do happen. Beautiful yes. things that align yes. with what you want in life. Mm. And I'm so overjoyed with that moment, and so overjoyed 
just in general with all the work that I know I've put in, but also, and if any of my listeners can, can relate to this, but also some of my listeners that I know personally are going through the same journey, are doing mm-hmm. the work, are pouring into themselves, mm-hmm. are, are discovering so many new focuses and, 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 in love and success and careers and creative spaces with their mindsets and, and what's in their heart, keep going. There's so much to be overjoyed with in that. Keep going, trust the entire process, but trust in knowing that it's you doing the work. You're not just waiting for someone to come knock on the door and say, here, Mm -hmm. let me hand this all to you. That's not how it works. You got to earn it. And also remember where always look back. Don't be always look back. Like, Oh, of every, how far you've come. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. we are hard on our, we could be hard on ourselves and be like, oh, look how far you've come. Look at, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, wow, look at how much have I done for myself. Yes. Um, yes. And give yourself grace. You know, yes. when you feel like, oh, it's a shitty day. Hey, some sh- it's, sometimes there is a shitty day, but don't drown yourself in that shitty day. You know, yes, pick yourself absolutely. up and be like, you know what? I did this. Pa, pa, pa. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. Um, this has been a beautiful conversation oh, with man. you. Me I too. Am so happy we did this. Me I am so too. happy it was today, during the season, during this time. Election day. Just, bring some positivity. Election day. <laughs> election day. Who cares? Post me having a meltdown <laughs> with like my family. Oh my god. Resting bitch face and all. Guys. Like, <laughs> Why can I tell you? That's right. It was a lunar eclipse last night, this morning or last night, whatever. Yeah. I saw. I saw. You know what? I also want to give a quick shout out to because, um, and and it's you know, not come with. Thank you to my universe. Thank you to God for this. Mm-hmm. You know, to the to the spirit and power of alignment, and will definitely lead into. You know, once I share this with my listeners, mm-hmm. will lead into where you guys can follow Alex. But, you know, to the point of giving ourselves grace in space mm-hmm. you know remaining that focus let me just share a testament to what it's been like for me mm-hmm. i i shared here that i went for an opportunity that evolved into something greater in many aspects which has been beautiful nice and i'm three months in and i'm so grateful for this opportunity and i'm so grateful for everything that i'm learning and i'm so grateful just for the grace and space I've given myself, even with just, you know, not recording for two weeks and my yeah. listeners being supportive and sliding in the DMs like, girl, what happened this week? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, recently um, my leadership came and said, hey, we think you've done a great job. We would mm-hmm. like to offer you this different opportunity. And the opportunity in itself doesn't shift much. It doesn't change much. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll explain what that opportunity is. The opportunity was, we know your work ethic so far. Mm. Everything has been nothing but exceptional. We think you deserve that this grace and space. So we are agreeing to this. And so your girl is able to sit out one day of work from home. Wow. And that is so huge. That it's is so huge. huge. Okay. In the industry that I'm in. Of course, because you have to be the there. Particular, right. In the particular field that I'm in. To be given that much of trust that has been earned, um, the level That's of respect right. I've been able to earn in this, it's it's a huge piece because 
a lot of people will say, no, give me more money or give me this. And that's cool. Yeah. No judgments mm -hmm. on that. Mm -hmm. But when you get a little bit of time back or a little bit of comfort back and understanding, mm -hmm. that is amazing. Oh, that's priceless. That's priceless too. Yeah. For some of us, that that's important too. That's right. And the reason why I wanted to share that was because that's the level of grace and space I'm trying to give myself where others understand that too. Ooh, um, regardless of who others are. You know, mm. I, I need others to also understand that. And I'm, I'm very happy. Wow. Congrats, man. Thank you that 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 this is where my life is continuing mm. to lead. And I didn't have to even ask for it. The work, who I am, yes. has just demonstrated. You earned it, man. And, and, and it's, it's wow. I'm just really wow, grateful that's for that. So, awesome. I'm so happy yeah. and proud of you, yes. man. Yes, I wanted to share that here because it's worth oh, it. It's worth sharing some it good sure news. It sure is, man. Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm that really was a double dose on Oprah Jordan's. <laughs> there double you go. Dose. Hey, you guys, a double dose. <laughs> but you guys know where to find me. So, Alex, can you share with my listeners where they could find you? Sure. You can find me on Instagram. It's uh, at AlexaCloud13. And you can also find me on the, at the Win and Cloud podcast. And we also have a res web series. I'm going to shout out the web series called Dadrapy, D-A-D-R-A-H-P-Y. And you can watch it on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and yeah. And some festival circuits have been screening it as well. They sure have. Mm -hmm. And I will be linking everything in the show notes. But they yes, have. Congratulations. Thank you so um, much. That amazing work you guys have been doing um, for you as well. And I always say this, my guys, this is not always the last time they come on. Y'all, I always have repeats <laughs> here. So, I mean, next Love time we're that. just going to have the spiritual Sancocho on. And then oh. like it's going to be like the best perfect <laughs> duo on the show. I'm going to need to have both of you on. <laughs> I swear. That's what we're going to need to do. That's it. <laughs> well, thank fun. you so much for. Thank <laughs> I know you. it will be. No, this has been amazing. No, I'm thank so grateful you, for man. you coming on. And I, I, I this this feels good. This oh, is it really sure does. I needed this and I just want to thank yeah. you so much for the opportunity for calling me in and um um highlighting a little bit of me and I'm really grateful yes. and honored. Um I learned a lot about you too, so it was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. And as always, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Talk Podcast. I am your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.